All right. We are talking with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning on this Canada Day. But Vaughn's still busy because there's still lots of political news out there, is there not, Vaughn? There is indeed, Simi, but happy Canada Day. And I ask you, what better way to celebrate the country's national holiday than with a new tax increase here in British Columbia, one that will collect more than a hundred million dollars. Well, thanks for the sarcasm. Thank you. I thought I didn't know where that was going until I realized you were being sarcastic. What is this new tax? This is an expanded application of the provincial sales tax to online sellers. So big ticket operators like Amazon and eBay and that, they already collect uh, the provincial sales tax, already apply it to goods. But what the provincial government has done is expanded it to a broader range of goods and services. So a small operator here in British Columbia, a manufacturer or whatever, that, that sells stuff through Amazon or some other online seller, they get services from Amazon. Those services are now subject to the provincial sales tax. So it doesn't sound like a big change until you have a look at the budget papers and see how much this is expected to raise. It's expected to raise up to $120 million a year. That makes it a pretty big tax increase, so happy Canada Day. But from what I understand, there's a lot of brick-and-mortar stores that are happy about this because they've been wanting jurisdictions to do this for a long time. Yeah, they say it's leveling the playing field, so they do. And, uh, okay, but the the smaller operators... uh, particularly the smaller makers of things that get sold, are saying, look, um, we can't uh, necessarily place all of our goods in every retail outlet in British Columbia, right? It's expensive. And whereas Amazon is really convenient and it allows us to get directly to customers everywhere, uh, and we're now being put at a disadvantage because we're going to, essentially our goods are going to be more expensive because of this hidden charge. And they say it's not fair to them. The British Columbia ones say it's not fair to them, Simi, because uh, the NDP is breaking ground with this tax. There is no comparable tax in other jurisdictions. Now, you know, if BC raises $120 million this year, some of the other Canadian jurisdictions may go, hmm, that's a good idea, let's do that. But at the moment, uh, it's putting some... BC small operators at a disadvantage, even though it may be hailed by some of the big bricks and mortar stores. Well, I I, I think 120 million dollars probably sounds about right, given how many Amazon Prime trucks I see wandering around in my neighborhood every single day. Sometimes yeah. I feel like those are the only trucks out there. Yeah, and the listener shouldn't necessarily expect this to show up on their bill because it's going to be built in. I think. I mean, it's not 100 percent clear how this is all going to work because it's a new tax, and I'm sure the government would be delighted to know we're talking about it today. But uh, it was announced in the February budget. There was a bit of a backlash and commentary then. But, uh, you know, I'm not sure I would pick uh, Canada Day to have a new tax kick in, but uh, that's the thinking in the Ministry of Finance. It's sort of the end of the month, and uh, let's get going on it. Uh, they gave everybody time to adapt. And I guess, you know, if you ask around, uh, why is this object that I bought last month now more expensive than it was before? I'm sure Amazon or whoever else you're buying from online would provide an explanation, but the explanation is going to be uh, the tax is now more broadly applied than it was before. 
And you, the taxpayer, are going to be, in one way or another, providing uh, the provincial government with another $120 million in a full year. Oh, goody. So maybe, maybe Vaughn, that money should just go towards BC Ferries because it sounds like they've got quite a few problems these days. You know, I'm listening to the news this morning and, you know, more trouble uh, with ferries, uh, staffing related, uh, all the reasons we've been given, but sailings canceled. I say this as somebody who's planning to take a ferry today myself, but... You know, here we go. Uh, yesterday afternoon, the government announced, or the announcement was made, the overseer of the BC Ferry Corporation, so BC Ferry Services, that's the overseer board, uh, has a new board chair. It is former cabinet minister Joy McPhail. And welcome aboard, Ms. McPhail. Uh, <laughs> I suspect her first call may be from her former caucus colleague, Leonard Krogh. Uh, he's the mayor of Nanaimo, and it's Nanaimo that is taking the big hit on sailings being canceled today. It sounds like, it, and a long weekend, it just sounds like it's going to be a mess out there. So what has she been tasked with? Well, you know, officially... Uh, this is just change. You know, she was the chair of ICBC for five years, did the job that the government wanted there, and ratepayers will say the finances are improved and uh, they're getting rebates, so good point. Uh, I think there's a hidden agenda on this. The BC Liberals pushed BC Ferries out of government as a crown corporation, set it up as quasi-independent, said it from now on it will... Uh, essentially be managed on management principles. The government still subsidizing it, still exercising some control through the subsidy, but basically quasi-independent. Well, the New Democrats don't much like that. They've, they've been moving it back, and this is the latest step in that. The ultimate agenda, I think, is to force BC ferries to start building ships here in British Columbia. You can do that. It will be more expensive. So you get fewer ships for a given budget amount. The real problem, Simi, is with the appointment this week is, does this do anything to solve the problem that's infuriating travelers, which is cancellations, shortages, long waits? Um, and I, I think the answer to that is, is, no, it doesn't. I mean, Joy McPhail may be able to take charge and find solutions that aren't there, but essentially it's a staff recruitment problem and neither there's nothing you can do in the short run about that. And I would add, Simi, if we start building ships here in British Columbia, that won't solve the problem either because BC ferries will have less money. It is more expensive to build ships here. In Canada. Right. And I mean, they're having a lot of mechanical problems, it seems like, these days, too. You're right. And these, of course, are older ships. One reason BC Ferries is in a large rebuilding program. Um, back in the 1990s, when uh, the New Democrats were in power, they didn't build a lot of new ships. They did try to build fast ferries, and what a wonderful initiative that was. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, it, essentially, the, the fleet is old. A lot of the fleet, uh, well, they've gotten rid of most of the ships in the 60s, but uh, the fleet was built a long time ago, and the ships are getting old, and they have to be replaced. And, you know, essentially, you can get more ship for less money if you build them offshore. Um, and, you know, we're seeing, I see a, a story that Gordon McDonald just sent me uh, 
Canadian press, the Navy supply ships that are being built here in Canada, right? late, again, uh, another delay, and of course delay means more money, and you know, it's supply chain rate related, it's uh, shipyards here in Canada having trouble delivering, that's all true, but again, uh, this is another one of those problems, like the shortage of family doctors and inflation. The government is not going to be able to solve this one quickly. This is going to be a big struggle. So it sounds like the, their fixer for these kinds of problems is Joy McPhail. Yep. No, I mean, Joy's entirely competent, and the government has every right to put its people in charge. There is a disadvantage to it. One advantage of having the Ferry Corporation be quasi-independent from government was the politicians could say, look, we're subsidizing it, but the ferry service is managed by managers, and they decide where the routes are, and we have an independent regulator who decides on the fares, but we don't politically interfere in the data day decisions. Well, um, you know, there's lots of new Democrats that uh, are very happy that Joy McPhail's gone in, but it also means it's much harder for the government to say, hey, you know, it's independent. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Uh, Joy McPhail is there to do the bidding of whatever the new Democrats want. As I say, she's entirely competent, but it's also a political move, and so they really can't duck responsibility for the state of the fleet and what happens from here going forward. Very true. Vaughn, thank you, and happy Canada Day. Happy Canada Day to you, Sid.